Is you live? Come on. Man. Yeah, what's up, y'all? This is Maggie T. This is the post game after reaction. Um, we got Mad Mike. We got uh, K Styles, Big Low Country. We got Jew Talk Sports. And I think we're going to have Tonio. So here we are. Here we are. Hey, man. Uh, uh, let me say this. Um, Let me just say this first before I even get into all that. All right, man, I'm just going to go through the list right now. I don't know how uh, Nathan, Christian, Ryan, Lisa, Lisa, uh, Moses. Ryan. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just, just, wow. Wow. These motherfuckers trying to figure out a way to make us say, wow. Wow. Every game is, wow. I can't believe they did. Every game we're saying this now. Oh, boy. This is becoming a new slogan now. It's wow! It's the new slogan. Fuck rise up! I'm saying wow for the rest of the year. Okay, wow, <laughs> wow, the Atlanta wow. That's what we are. We're no longer the Falcons until we get rid of Dan Quinn. The Atlanta wow. Okay, this is embarrassing. Not on, not for me, but this is embarrassing as a head coach, bro. This is how many times. Do we have to sit back and see you lose the exact same way? And it's, it was a new wrinkle today. It was a new wrinkle today. Guess what happened? The motherfucker pulled a cow shut a hand. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? They pulled a cow shut a hand. All you have to do is run the damn ball. What are you doing? You throwing the ball to That was the worst four-minute offense I think I've seen in a long time. I have ever seen in my life. It was the same. It's the same stuff. He like, bro, what are you doing? What the what type of plays are you calling? Why are you not running the ball? He came out the last two couple, the last two drives itself for the, this this past drive. Well, he coming out just throwing the ball. Guess what? I'm just gonna. I don't give a damn if Brian Hill is running the ball well. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna throw it. Edo Smith, Todd Gurley, Brian Hill were running the ball pretty good. I'm not gonna say they were excellent, but they were dang good. But no, you didn't do that. You came out throwing the ball. And this is, this is. I try to give, I try to give these coaches the benefit of the doubt. But as soon mm -hmm. as I give them the benefit of the doubt, they do shit like this. Mm -hmm. what, what are we doing? Just in, incredible. The 
the Atlanta Wow. Okay, Atlanta Wow. We are no longer until we get a new head coach. I am no longer calling them the Atlanta Falcons. They are the Atlanta Wow. This is just I. I Go, some somebody else. Some 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 somebody else. Go go go. Just I'm speechless. Wow, bro. Uh, I'm speechless. Wow, bro. I'm speechless. Wow, just just wow, 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 wow. Look, how many how many look? How many more times do we have to sit here and look at them blow a whole weed and not play sixty minutes? That's a coaching issue, bro. If you ain't playing sixty minutes, that is a coaching issue. And I got my mouth covered right now because I really should be throwing this damn tablet across the room, but I ain't going to do that right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm, 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 oh, my God. I'm so speechless. I am, Jude, Jude, man, pray for me something. Give me a word, inspiration. <laughs> if you Do you have a, a word? Do you have an inspirational word? Do you have no. anything for us? What the hell do you have for us? Hey, it's no inspiration in this in My this God, loss right bro. here. My hey, look. God. I, hey, I said it. I said it in our chat. Look, you have to run the ball. I don't care if you get zero yards. You run the ball to make them call their timeouts. And, and they're not fighting you. When they're down 10 points and under four minutes, they're not fighting you at that point. They're fighting the clock. So you do everything to make them use their timeouts. You try to drain that clock. You you kill you basically all you're doing at that point is sitting on the ball. You're not trying to at that point. You just you're just running the clock out. But the biggest thing I'm noticing right now with uh, Dan Quinn and his coaching staff, they don't understand the, the small nuances of time management, clock management. At the end of the game, when you got the lead. You run the ball, you make them call their call their timeout. I seen it coming. I said, why are we throwing the ball? On the first down, we threw the ball at 418. I said, here we go. Oh, I think it was Tonyo that said, here we go. And I'm like, you need to just run the ball here. I said, eat the clock. Eat the clock. That's all you want to do right here because our defense really wasn't stopping them. At that point, everybody was falling, like dropping like flies. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's bad conditioning. But these players, man, I seen it today. These guys are dropping like flies. Bernard went down. Brady Jarrett went down. I'm like, what's up? Like, it seemed like everybody's getting hurt on this defense. So I don't know what's going on. But if you look at our team right now, it's a mash unit right now. Like, I don't know who's going to be available to play against the Packers. Uh, Russell Gage went down. Like, I don't know what's going on, man, with these injuries. But – Coaching. Hey, let's go. Let's go to this super though. chat real quick, man. Um, let's do this that, super uh, chat real quick. Um, Rose Saxon, thank you. Did it have a question? No, it just said embarrassing on Mr. Oh, uh, blank. Oh, birthday. I didn't even think. So it was his birthday. On his birthday, you do this <laughs> on his birthday. <laughs> Good luck, Mr. Yeah. Quinn, for that, bro. That no, we got a Mr. Beasley. Um, Dan Quinn is bad Good luck, blank. Luck. blank. Yeah, man. I don't know what to say right now. I don't know what to say. Big Low, Tony O man, what y'all got, man? I don't know what to say. I I, I really don't. Big Low, Tony O, what y'all got? Hey, man. Let me ask y'all something. 
I was wondering if anybody could uh be one of my references. Um, I'm actually filling out this application for the Atlanta Falcons coaching staff right now. <laughs> oh shit! I already got a clip here, ready to go, man. No, 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 no. The Atlanta, the Atlanta Wild <laughs> coaching staff right now. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah I, I already, I, hey, I already Atlanta Wild. Hey man, no longer the Atlanta Falcons. Hey man, These let me tell y'all, they really find a way to. Hey man, let me let me tell y'all a little bit about my life, man. Every summer, I love the summertime. I love fishing and hunting. Can't wait for summer to be over with because I'm ready for football. I waited for football <laughs> for all these months, and we just blew two 20-point leads two weeks in a row. I, we can't make no more excuses for Uncle June. Two but in a row. Yeah. We, we cannot it's make we cannot make any more excuses for Coach Uncle Junebug. Yeah, I mean, I've been waiting for football. I spent all this money, you know, trying to support this team, put all this time in this team, and it's like you're hearing the voice of 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 a guy whose heart is broken right now. Though they they had a time of possession of. 35 minutes to our 25 minutes. The reason why our defense was dropping like flies is because they just they 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 had the ball too long. We would get the ball back and run three passing plays, and now our defense is back on the field again. That's why our defense was dropping like flies. If a team, if if a player gets fatigued, that's his greatest chance of getting hurt. That's why everybody was getting hurt today. Darquez Denar, he is my high-flying Falcon of the week. That man played his behind off today. But at the end of the day, you know, all of it was, you know, he he he, he just didn't have enough left in the tank, man, and it's sad. It's sad. It's like, what is, what is there to say? Oh, man. I know what to say. Hey, when I mean, y'all keep talking about Dan Quinn, every, every one of them coaches can go ahead and pack their bag. I'm telling you right now, every single one. Like, we keep saying Dan Quinn, we need to say the coaches staff, all of them, everybody. It's about to be, mm-hmm. it's about to be a tweet in this thing. All of them, uh, come Black Monday, ain't nobody uh, key going to work. All them lost going to be changed. So we, we keep saying Dan Quinn, this whole coaching staff is going to be changed. So ain't nobody safe. I feel like a, a lot of guys played a great game. He said, I got a game ball for the offensive line. I got a game ball for uh, Todd Gurley. I got a game ball for Ryan Hill. It was a lot of guys that fought off the game. Matt Gano, he did a pretty good job against uh, Khalil Mack most of the game. It wasn't until we were forced to drop back and pass the whole game, and that was towards the end of the game, where basically they could lock in on Calvin Ridley. So I knew we were in trouble heading into that two-minute drill. I'm like, we don't have Russell Gage. We don't have Julio Jones. All we have is Calvin Ridley. They're not worried about Zacchaeus. They're not worried about uh, uh, Brandon Powell because these ha- no, these guys no. don't have no rapport with Matt Ryan in the two-minute drill. If Julio Jones is out there, it's a whole different ball game. If Russell Gage is out there, it's a whole different ball game. But at the end, it was like it was easy for the Bears. They start kicking in after they really had that big that big chunk, you know, that big play, that explosive play in early in the game. They were all keying in on Ridley. So after that point, it was like you have to run the ball because our offense, if you notice, in the fourth quarter, it stalled. It stalled for a reason. They started double-teaming Calvin Ridley, basically. They were like, he's the only guy that's going to beat us. 
man, the fact of the matter is, is that I don't know if y'all remember. I mean, in the, the, in the, the, my, my bad. I, I was just going to say, I don't know if y'all remember, but in that second quarter before Brian Hill scored that touchdown, those guys ran, I think it was five or six passing plays in a row. And Matt Ryan got sacked two times uh, in that time span. In a row. In a, exactly. In a row. And then it's like, so basically they're like, well, shoot, it looks like they're just going to keep throwing the ball. So we run a, you know, we run a, a zone, inside zone run to Brian Hill, and he takes it to the house. What? And then they what go in the world, away from it. And you go away from it. You go away from it. What in the you world? You just go away from it. Hey, man, let, let me do these super chats before I lose my damn mind, man. Uh, American Red Ass, man. To have such a defensive-oriented coach, we have um, we have one of the worst defenses. It's like we don't care. I wasn't a fired Dan Quinn person, but now I am. I'm tired of the Super Bowl jokes, but it's absolutely true. Ah, uh, look, man, it, it's it's to the point where it's just like it's it's not even funny anymore. It's it's not even funny. It's just like, we expect it. The sad part, you expect this to happen. You expect this type of stuff to happen now when you Atlanta Falcons, when you're up by what three points? Oh, we was up look, 20, what 28, 20, 29 to 10, 26 to 10, or something like that. 26 to 10. How can you not keep a two score, three score game? It was a three score game. It's a three score game. I don't understand. That's not enough. Ball. We can't keep the hole. I, I don't understand. I, let me go to Nick Turner. Uh, Nick Turner. Yeah, I just want to get these out the way, man. Um, let me get these super chats out the way. Nick Turner, shout out to AFN, Rise Up Nation. Thank you for giving the nation voice platform to talk our ish. Absolutely, man. We're definitely thankful for you guys and thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, Gordon Nolan Owens, we have to let go Oliver. See, look, I'm not what you're not going to do. That's what you're not going to do. We're not picking on one guy anymore. That's what we're not going to do. Did you not see everybody got everybody got ran through? On that defensive side of the ball. Stop it. Oliver played okay. He didn't play great. He didn't play great. He played okay. Denard played okay. He didn't play great. He made some plays, but he played okay. They still gave up a ton of yards, and they couldn't stop anybody. So we're not going to point the finger at Isaiah Oliver and say, guess what? Isaiah Oliver, we need to get rid of you. No, we need to get rid of everybody if we're going to do that. We're going to start that. Let's just start all over. Because the truth of the matter, we don't need Dan Quinn guys here anymore. With the exception of Deion Jones and Grady Jarrett, everyone needs to leave, including Dante Fowler, because he did not step up the way. And granted, he may have been hurt, but he didn't step up for the money that we paying him. So we're not gonna uh, we're not gonna point the finger at one particular guy. This defense gave they could not stop any. They couldn't stop a draw. They couldn't stop Trubisky from running. 46 what, what, yards. What, what, are you, what are we doing? 46 yards. 46. 46 that man yards. ran. 
He, he ran was, for forty six and no. He was so open he couldn't believe he, he couldn't believe it. If he if he would have just ran, he couldn't believe it. He he could have scored a touchdown if, if he could have if he would have just ran the ball. That's but he was like somebody's yeah. gonna tackle me soon. Right. Yeah, man. Guys got out of their rush we're lanes. Not doing I, that. We talk about it. We, mm-hmm. Guys got out of their rush lanes. That's Absolutely. what we talk about. And, and that's one of the things that I was talking about again with I understand guys are like, we need to blitz and we need to do this and we need to do that. But at the end of the day, I talked about it. The biggest problem, if y'all ask me, ask you personally, what's the biggest problem with this team? We're not getting pressure on the quarterback consistently. You shouldn't have to blitz all the time to get pressure. You should be able to get the good teams can get pressure with the front four. And that's why I'm pretty much saying you can you heard it here first from Jew. The San Francisco 49ers are not going back to the Super Bowl because they lost Bosa for the, the year and they lost Solomon Thomas for the year. And the best thing about their defense is that defensive line. If you can't consistently get pressure, look at the Ravens. Look at all the teams that are teams that are blowing teams out. It's the teams that have great defensive lines. If you don't have a defensive line that can consistently get pressure and a front seven that can stop the run, you're going to blow leads. Did y'all see the Bills today? I think the Bills that blew a lead to the Rams and almost did the same thing with Southwood did. 28 to 12, I think 28 to 3. They ended up winning the game at the end. But if you want to look all over the league, if you don't have a dominant defensive line and the dominant front seven, you're going to give up leads. And that's the biggest problem with the Falcons. We cannot stop a nosebleed. We can't stop a nosebleed. We are, off, we are all offense, no defense. Yeah, bleed away did have a nice pick. You know what I'm saying? But even with that, I talked about it before. If we're going to go down and kick field goals every time we get a short field, hey, you got to score touchdowns. We got to score touchdowns because our defense is not built the way – as a normal defense should be built, a dominant defense. We do not have a dominant defense right now. That's the problem. Let, let, let me say this, uh, and real quick, I'm going to go to K-Styles, man. Um, I, I want this to be – I want this, and I'm not discrediting anything you just said, Jude, but when you score 26 points, that's enough. I don't give a damn what defense you have. I don't care if you're the worst defense in the league. You should be able to stop a team from scoring more than 26 points. We scored, we probably the highest, we're probably the number one scoring offense in the league, and we still can't get a motherfucking win. That's a goddamn problem. And I apologize, all 505 people in the chat, but this is a damn problem. It's a damn problem. And I am pissed the fuck off. It's getting to a point where why the hell are you still the coach? You can't stop. A, you can't even devise a plan to slow the team down to under 20 points. That's a damn problem. Why is he still employed? He needs to go today. It's the same exact thing one, two, three weeks in a row. Can I, do I have to count it again? One, two, three times in a row. That's coaching problems. This isn't players. The coaches, players are going to get hurt. This is why you build depth. But when coaches do stupid shit like pass the ball two, three times in a row when you need to run the clock out, you can't win ball games. Let's just call 
a spade a spade, and then you put Matt Ryan in the position to get killed by Matt Ryan haters again. He has to be a damn superhero. He got to be essentially Iron Man. That's what he got to be. He got to be Iron Man. Take this shit on the chin for everybody else. Oh, I couldn't get it done. That's the reason why we love. I know it's coming. I know you idiots are ready to say it. This is this this it's it's getting to the point. Okay, man, go, bro. Okay, <clears throat> Styles, go. Man, <laughs> how do you waste a good running? Wow. How do you waste that? Everybody complained about Ty Gurley not getting the yards and not putting wow. open spaces. <laughs> wow. <laughs> against the Chicago defense, they were slicing them. They were slicing them like a hot knife through butter. Man, Quinn, Quinn don't even need a ticket on Spirit. It was running through them. <laughs> that motherfucker needed to They were running through defense. Chicago. One of the best defenses in the league. He need to take the good transportation home. <laughs> he need to take the good transportation home. And that, that, he, like I said, at the end, it's like, how much more can you take? It's almost like y'all tanking. It's like, yeah, the way y'all call it, it's almost like y'all tanking these fourth quarters. We always say, like I said, you can do good the first three quarters, but you got to do it for 60 minutes. It's like, like I said, it's like the, the Atlanta three and a half. You gonna call them the wild? I call them the three and a half. The three and a half. The three and a half. That's our name. The three and a half. The three and a half. Because it's like we literally, we literally just made Nick Foles look like he won two Super Bowl MVPs because y'all already got one. How looked like like he had an S on his chest. How how in the world were we leading the game by three scores? They changed quarterbacks. Uh, We we didn't even mention that. We didn't even mention the fact that they changed quarterbacks and and still came back and beat us. What in the world, Bo? And they got chance after chance to chance to score. The Falcons got chance after chance to even score a field goal, and they couldn't do that. They were playing like the the Atlanta Wild were playing like they were behind. We were throwing the ball every play like we thought we they must have didn't see the score. That's what it was. They must have thought that we were behind and and the Chicago Bears were ahead. The oh, they pulled the J.R. Smith on y'all. They <laughs> must have. <laughs> nah, man, it's just what Mike been saying for years. That's it. Yeah. I would take some load during the game, bro. On that third and two, even though we got the first down and there was a flag on us, I take some. Why don't you run the ball? Why don't you run the ball and keep eating the clock? You you passing and putting Matt Ryan in this dangerous situation. Run the ball, right. get those two. My 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 issue is not even that. My issue is not even that. You got running backs who can catch the ball out of the backfield, and yet you still don't get the ball out in space so they can do things. There's more than one thing to get the ball. You can pass the ball, but you are holding onto the ball with Matt Ryan. Yes, instead of just handoff. There are screens, there are wheel routes, there are flat routes. 
their their fullback flats. That's a lot of things. Circle. It's a lot of circle routes. You can do a lot of things, but these guys come out running. They they come out running. You know, 10, eight. 10, 15 yard outs. Yeah, eight routes. Like, nine bro, routes. what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Get the ball out. They're getting and, to the quarterback. And then it's like whenever we got that interception in the end zone, I was like, okay, this is a good thing. Even if we don't score, we could burn some clock. Two two minutes. Yep. Two minutes came off the clock. Two. I mean. All right, it's 40 seconds. And it's 40 seconds on the clock, on the play clock. Think about this. 40 seconds on the play clock. All you had to do was take your time and burn at least two, at, at the very least, two minutes. They didn't even do that. Over two minutes. They didn't even do that. I mean, and the fact of the matter is, so, is that the Bears, they knew they were going to score a touchdown. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Like, while they were driving down the field, their yeah, last drive, it's like they weren't even yeah. calling timeouts. They let, the, they let the clock run down to the two-minute warning. They knew they were going to score. Like, they weren't, they weren't worried about it at all. They were like, mm-hmm. look, we they know knew. we're going to score mm-hmm. these guys. We've been burning their draws off all night, all day long. All day we long, we've been burning their draws off. We ain't scared of them. We're about to go ahead and get this and make it mm-hmm. look easy. Exactly. Exactly. All we got to do is worry about stopping them because we know we're going to score. <laughs> I completely agree with you, Big Low. That's what I was saying. And that's why it's when I, when I make statements, trust me. I'm not trying to save Dan Quinn. I want production. Y'all know I said I want a W. Today was the owner's birthday. And this the way you this the gift you give them. Hey, look, I'm telling you guys, man, the biggest issues I'm saying, like oh, I knew I they were. I I yeah, I knew I knew that the Bears were going down the score just for the mere fact of when I think it was Bernard that went down on that last drive prior to the last drive. I knew they were going to be able to score because we had no one, literally no one on our team that could play man to man coverage. No one. Right. Yeah. No one. So when you. And that's the thing. It's like teams know that our personnel today, we were so shorthanded with our DBs that they know none of these guys can run with our guys one-on-one in man coverage. So my biggest fear was when we did blitz, it's like, okay, like on that last play, we're calling Isaiah Oliver trash, but that was bleeding Wade Wilson that gave up that last touchdown. If you go back and watch the tape, he got his draws burnt off. And that's what I was talking about. He plays good technique, but that's, that's what happens sometimes when you blitz. We blitz. And when you don't guess right or you don't get home, Michael Walker almost got home. He did hit foes in the arm, but the ball came out too quick. So it's like that's the thing. That when don't matter. Go, that doesn't matter. That that doesn't matter. What doesn't matter? That I don't think that matters at all. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if you blitz in the team. That's that's what happens when you blitz. But you got to stay with it. It doesn't matter if he get. You're going to get burnt regardless if you in. If you're in man coverage, if you're playing a uh, cover three, cover two, you're going to get blitz, but you cannot change your game plan on being fearful. That doesn't oh. matter. It's going to happen. Everyone is going to get beat. Exactly. Exactly. But that's what all I'm doing is piggybacking on what Big Low said when he said they knew they were going to score. But I, that's my my point when I was saying last week, it mm-hmm. goes back to person, it goes back to personnel. If another team knows, okay. it's just like okay. you playing space and you playing cards. If somebody knows what you have in your hand, they know what to do. And that's what Big Low was saying. Right. They knew that we're going to score because 
If we spread them out and go four wide receivers, they can't cover everybody man to man. So I just have to find the right matchup. And that's the point I made. And I think it was Jonathan Vilma that was calling the game. And he said, it. He said why does this guy keep throwing at Dark West Denard? Dark West Denard is actually having a decent game. He needs to choose another matchup. Basically, what he was saying is, mm-hmm. go at Oliver. Go at Bleeding Way Wilson because they can't cover one-on-one. So that's the point I'm making. I'm not saying stop blitzing. My point is this. The Bears knew they were going to score, and Nick Foles got comfortable because, one, the pressure wasn't getting to him. They knew he had to blitz. So when he's seen the blitz coming, he knows. Throw the deep ball because none of their guys can cover man-to-man. So if that, that blitz doesn't get home, it's either going to be a pass interference or it's going to be a touchdown. And to be honest, it could have scored more touchdowns than they did because Mitchell Trubisky was missing wide-open receivers. Denard yeah. even got burnt on one of those. I think it was yeah. Miller for the Bears that was on a streak pattern. He was wide open. He was just overthrown a couple times. So to be honest, like I'm saying, none of our guys can cover man-to-man. So I'm looking at it as his personnel. You can say the game plan is bad, but to be honest, and I put this in our chat, I was saying it. To me, the defensive game plan today was good. And the reason I say it was good, because I seen them subbing guys in and out. I seen um, Leroy Reynolds. I was like, where's Deion Jones at? But I think what they were looking at is, Leroy Reynolds is a better downhill thumper than Deion Jones in the run game. Yeah. So if y'all notice, on third down, it would take Leroy, uh, Leroy Reynolds out. It would put Deion Jones back in for coverage. But I thought in this game they did a good job, and that we were shorthanded. To me, they did a good job of subbing guys in and out, in and out of the game, and try to keep the guys fresh. Because like Dick Lowe was saying, we got fatigued, and that's when the dudes started dropping like flies. When we started trying to play the same guys, Brady got worn out, Denard got worn out, because they were – you know, they were going at them. If we go back and look at it, I don't have the, the sheet right here in front of me, but I'm sure the, the defense was on the field more than the offense was on the field. For a snap. Last week I heard we were out there like almost 80 snaps on defense. You're going to get worn out when you do that. You know I'm about to look at these numbers, man. Come on. Yeah, you man. You know I'm all good on the numbers, man. <clears throat> While I – um. Look for these numbers, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys for joining. Um, not only Matt Mike Sports, you uh Jew Talk Sports, uh Matt Mike Sports, Atlanta Falcons Nation. Um uh, wow. I, I'm I'm to the point where it's 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 really I don't think there's much more you can say. It's like every little thing that you you know that you had. Dan Quinn puts together a game plan and he go right back to the same thing. Guys just know. They know exactly what you're going to do on the defensive side of the ball. So I don't think it's a, now I don't think it's a matter of when and um, and if. I think it's just clearly it's, it's clear as day to me. It's clear. They know exactly what you do in panic situations. They know what you do when situations are close. When you have a blowout lead, what you're going to – they know every aspect of you. And when a coach has been figured out, there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do at this point. Teams know Dan Quinn. He's no, They know he's not going to switch up. He'll switch up for a game and then a half, and then he'll go right back to what he's accustomed to. My boy Pat once said that it's just ingrained in his DNA. Some people just will not stop. They are going to be who they are, and that's what Dan Quinn is. 
he's not going to change. And at this point in time, man, there's nothing I can say. There's nothing anyone can say that has justified this guy coming back. You embarrassed the owner. You embarrassed the fans on his damn birthday. Good luck with that one. Good luck talking to him and saying, we're going to get the right up. Oh, you've already lost the first three games. I don't know how you, I don't know how you make that up. Somebody tell me, how do you, because you lose like this on my birthday. Please stay gone for a week. Don't even get in my face. Don't talk to me. Don't say anything. You play like this out on the team on my birthday. Good luck, bro. Good luck on that one. I, like I said, I think he's already, okay? I think he's already speaking to Rex Ryan. I think he's already talking to Rex Ryan, and he's talking to his representative, his agents. He's already doing that, man. I, I'm I'm just it's, – it's to the point where it's – wow. Just when you see – you thought you seen the worst, these guys found a way – to make it even worse. This is three games back to back that you've actually given up this game exactly like this. Three games in a row. My thing is, it'll be different if we actually got beat. That's my thing. It'll be different. If, like it'll be different if we actually got beat. It'll be different if if it was like, man, they were just hitting us uh, in the mouth, just running well, the ball hey, down man, our throat. Somebody got. <laughs> oh yeah! Before before oh, you finish, it, I'll give a shout out to Matt Wade for the one ninety nine hashtag Can Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> one ninety nine. Come on, everybody, say it with me. One ninety nine. And also, team there Rackets. we go. There we go, and, people. We got some excitement today. We got some and, excitement today, man. And oh, also, well. Team Braddock is with his five dollar super chat. Happy birthday, Arthur Blank. I don't think that's a birthday gift I want. Arthur Blank for his birthday need to be giving out some pink slips right now. <laughs> We shouldn't see, no, see no um post game um you know conferences from the, um, Dan Quinn or nothing like that. Just be like, look, you out the door, bro. Go, yeah, everybody go. They give <laughs> some bus passes. <laughs> <laughs> bus passes. You can't even fly back, boy. You taking the bus back? Oh man, That's crazy. I'm gonna have to go to I'm gonna have to go to urgent care and see if I can get some blood pressure medicine or something. <laughs> you should be used to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, man. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I might I might need to go over and get some food shine over on where you at, man. <laughs> hey, hey, you come on over here, man. We, I need I need I need some strong shine. Hey man, I got two jugs of it over here. It might not be here by the time you get here though. <laughs> Appreciate four seven eight nine EC for the donation. Appreciate y'all watching. Subscribe to Atlanta Father Nation. Yes, sir. But Mike, you know, I know that you a Rex Ryan advocate, man. I, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I don't oh know my if god, Rex Ryan's man. The guy oh my need. god, Jesus, Jesus. 
I hear Tommy Ingram saying Matt Ryan is washed up time for retirement. Oh, my God. Don't even okay. address it, Mike. Don't even oh address it, dog. It ain't, it ain't it. I was gonna say, all right, y'all outlawed me from speaking, so I'll 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 listen to you. Let, let it let it go, Mike. Go ahead, don't waste your, don't waste your talents. Yeah, don't waste your talents, dog. Hey, when they address when they address on our channel from now on, they better say Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, Matt Ryan, before you even address his name. Best quarterback in history. Because when, when when you got one second to drop back and pass the ball, bro, what can you do? Exactly. Yeah, right. Can y'all hear me? Right. Good. We can hear you. Yes, my yeah. No echo. Yeah, we good. I just wanted to come in and just thank everybody that's um donating. Jerry Hicks, I appreciate you. I'm uh, having some difficulties with my um my headphones, whatever, but we want to thank each and everybody that's watching all five hundred and five of you. i um, I've actually seen a lot more than that. Just to tune in right about now. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of Falcons Nation, we just really um, <laughs> 199. But we just we're on here. You know, just, what can you say at this point? It's really nothing else you can do at this point. Um, you know, this is probably the worst that we've had it in quite a while at this point. Um, it's really just no point of even waiting to the end of the season. You know it just needs to be done by right now. To be honest, it's it's blow it up. I have a point on that. I mean, they're clearly not responding. Um, Tenor's What do you think are some other coaching candidates other than Rex Ryan? Tabo. I mean, Ty does it matter? Does it fucking matter? What do we need? We need defense. Can Rex Ryan give us defense? Hell yeah. Everywhere hey. he's been, he's given us defense. Thank you. You hey, guys want to yeah. you got right championships, right don't you? Yeah. Do you not want championships? Okay. Yeah. So let's stop. I don't but. give a damn about who you like. <laughs> Can he give us championships? Ooh. I don't give a damn about who you oh I don't like who cares? I don't care. I don't care if he lit every woman feet in the damn America. I don't give a damn. As long as he gives up the defense. Why do you people always gotta like somebody? This is this is this is football. This is this is winning. I don't give a damn about who you like. Y'all want to be popular and shit. I don't give a damn about being popular. Fuck the, fuck the Patriots. Let them be popular. Maybe All I want is one championship. Like and Rex Ryan give us. And that's that's that crap. That's that crap I'm talking about. Everybody always want to be popular and like and get a guy like Michael Vick who's he oh he's gonna twirl around. He's gonna run real fast. He's gonna get 100 and 200 and 300 yards rushing. Who's the shit? Do we know. win the game? Can we get a good defense? I ain't know Jesus Mickey Christ. I, I was just going to say that. Man, I'm going to tell you, though, Mike, the, the reason why I'm not a big fan of that Rex Ryan pick is because 
a lot of people don't realize he doesn't do, he doesn't do the same exact thing that Dan Quinn does. But Rex Ryan is he does has a tip, tendency to be stubborn as well. And you know, whenever he got to those playoff games, uh, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, no, 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 we're not doing that. No, I'm we're just not telling you, Mike. I'm just telling you. Get, he, no, he always no, goes back no. to what he knows. I am a, no, 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 no. I've been following Rex Ryan for over 20 years. Don't try to compare him to um anything that Dan Quinn. He is oh, stubborn, no. but he can't. Rex Ryan is stubborn, but he gets results. But he gets results. Five syllables. But he gets results. You hear that? He I gets mean, results. That's what you care about. So let's not stop it. This is going back right back to what I was saying. Stop caring about what people who, who you like. If you don't, if you don't like it, so be it. We liked Dan Quinn when he first came here. But look what we at now. Everybody loved Dan Quinn. The energy, right. he got us to a Super Bowl. But guess what? Four years later, he's shocked. He's a crap of crap. I was about to say something else, but I'm going to just keep it. Let's go, right, let's go right back to what I was saying. Stop caring about what people are. They get results. Rex gets results. Everywhere he's been, he's had a top 15 defense. That's what we need. So why are we still questioning his ability to get us to a championship? That's what Matt Ryan needs. I don't care about if Todd Bowles can get us a top 10 defense, bring them on. Whoever that coach is, if they can give us a top 10 defense, bring them on. That's it. Let's stop it. And, I know, apologize. Like seriously, I, I seriously apologize. But it's all about results. I don't give a damn about none of. I don't give who. I, I like. I said I don't care about anybody who I like, who I dislike. If Dirk Carter would have got, if he would have gotten, uh, if he would have got any type of success, if he would have been consistent, if he would have gave us a running game, I don't care. I don't give a damn about none of that. I don't care. It's about winning games. It's about getting yards. It's about balance. It's about getting turnovers. It's about making the right calls at the end of the game. I don't care about his ego. This is what this is the same stuff we talk about with Michael Vick and Matt Ryan. Everybody, you don't like Michael Vick. They don't like Matt Ryan. It's the same stuff over and over again. And I apologize. Hell no, I'm not gonna stop yelling. What the hell I'm gonna stop yelling for? <laughs> well you know it's like and and, and I, I definitely understand what you're saying as far as you know Rex Ryan having that top 15 defense I think if Rex Ryan was a defensive coordinator I definitely agree with that but I'm saying what I'm saying is especially whenever he got to the playoffs um you know Rex Ryan you know he, he's not a good head coach in my mind I don't think I don't think he manages games well I don't think he uh, actually manages the team well. Um, and I, if it was my opinion, I, I wouldn't get Rex Ryan. I think he would be a great defensive coordinator, but, I mean, Rex Ryan, he's at that point in his career where he doesn't want to be a defensive coordinator. He wants to be a head coach, or he wants to sit somewhere in the studio and talk about football. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like after Dan Quinn leaves, maybe we might get we might call him back to give us a – 
you know, one of those uh uh preseason promos, like, hey guys, let's get fired up. The season's no, about no, to start. No, 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 I'm just no, being sarcastic, no. guys. I'm just being sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, but basically, I mean, I mean, that's what Dan Quinn does. Dan Quinn, he he rode in here on the coattails of Pete Carroll, talking about what he was going to do, and you know, talked about how he was fired up every other sentence, and um, you know, when, whenever it came crunch time, he, he didn't show up. So it's like, you know, to answer that question that that other that that, that other person said, you know, uh, who would be a a better coaching candidate? Uh, besides Dan Quinn, Big Low Country will be a better coaching candidate. Y'all sign me up. Y'all let me know if y'all want to be on the coaching staff because this is terrible. Now, you did say something about, like, um, you know, Rex Ryan is going to more so want to be a head coach more than a defensive coordinator. What about if we try to lure um, Greg Williams away from the Jets? Or somebody like that that's proven that each and every time that he gets to a defense, we see improvement in that defense. What do y'all think about that? Hey man, I think I think Greg Williams. Um, I don't know about a head coach, but personally, if y'all asking me personally, I think that we need to go for one of these offensive minded because to me, the Falcons are still an offensive minded team. You can bring in a good look at what the Rams did when they had Wade Phillips as a defensive coordinator. But they had their head coach is an offensive minded coach. I feel like all of our talent, our main of our most of our talent is on the offensive side of the ball. So I want somebody that's because to me, if you look at the game today, we're harping on the defense and how bad they played. But we just ran the ball, we win the game. I'm telling you right now, the Rams head coach is not losing that game. If you go and look at the Rams, yeah, if you go look at the Rams, we don't have better, better weapons than the Rams have on offense. Cooper Cup, yeah, he's pretty good. Robert Woods, he's pretty good. None of them are Calvin Ridley. None of them are Julio Jones. Um, when they had Todd Gurley, like right now, they they have, I think Malcolm Brown is their starting running back, and they're three and zero, I think, or two and zero, or two and one now. But I mean, I feel like if we go for one of these young offensive minds and they bring in a veteran, uh, defensive coordinator like a Greg Williams, like a Rex Ryan, I'm kind of on the side of, uh, of a big low. I like Rex Ryan, but I don't know if I want Rex Ryan as my head coach because. We're an offensive-minded team. Yeah, he'll make the defense better, but will he just forget all about the offense? My thing with, with Rex Ryan is I wouldn't mind him as a head coach, but who is your offensive coordinator? Because if they don't do what um, Matt Ryan does well, because if you think about the, all of the teams that Rex Ryan was the head coach of, the offenses weren't blowing you away. They had great defenses. But to be to, in all respect to Rex Ryan, who when he was with the Jets. Who were the quarterbacks? Mark Sanchez? Now I understand what I understand what you're saying. I understand I understand what you're saying, Mike. But at the same time, he didn't get the job done. We can say what we want to say. We can say the same Ooh, thing about James. You, can't say, you cannot say that a guy didn't get the job done with Mark Sanchez as quarterback. Can you get the job done with Mark Sanchez? But look at his. But look at. But look at real. his defense. But look at his defense. If you if you give let's if you be real. Let's be real. Not this being real. Real talk. Not, not being real. Can you, get you... The job with Rex, uh, what, can you get the job no. done with Mark Sanchez no. as quarterback? No. Well, well, I take that back. I mean, they I almost I, did. I, right, right. Hold on. I was going to say no. But at, in the same breath, Mike, think about it. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. So if you have a high-powered defense, you can get the job done. Nick, Nick Foles has a Super Bowl. So what's the Let's point? Let's be real. My and point that, is that... – What's Go the ahead, point? Drew. My point is this. 
my point is this: if you get if you bring in an offensive-minded head coach, because everybody already says that the only reason Dan Quinn got to the actual Super Bowl was because of Kyle Shanahan. So since Shanahan left, we haven't done anything. If Kyle Shanahan was a head coach, I guarantee what we see going on right now wouldn't be going on. Even though he don't know when to run the ball in the clutch, he just got to a Super Bowl. I guarantee you. Let me correct you there. You said the Falcons haven't done anything. They've actually been a top 10 offense ever since he's left. The defense have done nothing but get worse. Right. Well, I understand that. But my, my point is this. If we had the defense of talent. I hear our, you. That's hear my point. You, but you're going back to exactly what we were before. We're going back to right what we were before. That I mean, doesn't fix the defense. But but another thing, though, Mike, you got to consider that. That Jets defense that you were talking about, um, you know, that was the highest paid defense in the league, bro. That's like, my point. Like, 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 do you do you do you remember the talent that was on that defense on that Jets defense? Like, you could put who put was, both who teams was together. One, who, was one? who got paid the most money on that defense? Who got Darrell Reeves? Darrell Reeves. Okay, then that's what money the most of the money going. Man, you it wasn't just Darrell Reeves though. You had Bart Scott. Defense alignment are not cheap, bro. I mean, I agree, but what I'm mean, saying I'm is sorry, that – Go ahead. Oh, my bad. Let I'm me, sorry. Let, let me know. I, yeah, I, I, what I was going to say is that, I mean, Darrell Reeves, he wasn't the only man that was getting paid on that defense. It's like, uh, you know, you had Bart Scott. You had um, – I remember that other cornerback they had, but their, their defensive line was getting paid pretty yeah. heavy too. You had Jason Taylor on that defensive line. Yeah, You had Jason some guys Taylor. on that defensive line, man. You, you had uh, Camardi in that secondary – you had players is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying yeah. to say that. I'm not defending Dan Quinn. That's not what I'm doing here. What I'm saying here is give Rex Ryan this same defensive personnel. He's not going to do much better. Give him the same. Like, don't give him no all-stars. Give him the same personnel, and I guarantee you, he's not going to have this as, as a top Where's five. Where's the proof? Where's the proof? Um, no, we can no, bring no, him no, in. No, no, hey, no. You hey, can't he, say he, stuff he, like that without the proof. Where's the proof? You can't say that without the proof. Everywhere he's been, hey. he's done something. Hey, he he gonna he gonna have his chance. If we bring him in, we are gonna see what he does. But my point is this. My point is, my point is make, no, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, Mike. My point is this: if we bring in an offensive-minded coach, our stars are on the offensive side of the ball. Unless you're getting ready to trade Julio Jones, unless you're getting rid of Matt Ryan, because what I'm trying to say is, you don't have the money to pay these guys on the defensive side of the ball. So you saying bring in Rex Ryan with the same personnel, like the same players we have? Who are we going to get? Like you said, you don't like Dante Fowler. Who are we going to get? Is my point. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Who said bring in with the same? Who a new head coach when they come in is not going to keep the same personnel? So let's just stop that right there. That's not happening. He's going to bring in his guys, his coaches. That's automatic on the defensive side of the ball. He's starting over with two safeties for the most part with Keanu. And possibly three safeties with um, the release of Ricardo Allen on top of KZ, who's going to free agent. So he's going to have new personnel. He's going to have young corners to mold. So the fact to say that he you're going to with the same personnel, he can make it with this personnel. This person, the, the players are not bad. We've seen this over and over again where. We're trying to figure out why are they staying in the cover three. And you're trying to tell me that 
Rex Ryan can't turn this defense around? With Grady Jack? Dante Fowler Jr.? He can't do hey, it? I'm, You're trying to tell me Rex Ryan can't do that. I'm where, not saying that he won't where's the, where's the evidence? Hey, I'm not saying he's not going to make this defense better. Making this a top 10 defense with this personnel we currently have. Yeah, we halfway there. Grady Jarrett is one of them, but we have to get more. We got to get some more help on the defensive line. I've talked about it. We got to get some more corners. And what I'm saying is that's not going to happen overnight. If you remember when Dan Quinn came in, yeah, he brought in his guys, but he had he didn't draft Robert Alford. He didn't draft uh, Desmond Trufant. He didn't draft Paul Warlow. He had a season where he had to coach those guys, and we see where that what that got him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He started off 5-0, and then he collapsed. Then he brought in Deion Jones. He brought in Devondre Campbell. So what I'm trying to say is it's going to take time. And the problem that I have with that is Matt Ryan and Julio Jones don't have that time to wait for him to build his squad. Exactly. And that's why I say you go get an offensive-minded guy because you always can get a Greg Williams. You you might be able to convince Rex Ryan to be your defensive coordinator. You might be able to convince Rob Ryan right. to be your, your defensive coordinator. Let me show you this. Let, let me uh, – hold on. I'm, I'm – I'm, since you guys don't obviously do a lot of homework on Rex Ryan, I'm gonna I'm I'm give y'all some some stizzats. Hey, hey, I'm not hating. Just, just for me to say, man, I, I'm on your side with this hey, hey, about hey, the hey, whole hey, <laughs> Everywhere he's been, okay, everywhere Rex Ryan has been as a defensive coordinator, okay, a defensive coordinator or a head coach, he's at a top fifteen defense. And appreciate you, Mr. Hawkins, for the 199. We got we got a new drop over here saying if Q and T D go, do we do what Jacksonville did or preserve what time we have left with Matt and Julio? That was a point I was trying to make, K Styles. Yeah. It's like if we keep if you keeping this personnel. How are we gonna bring in a straight defensive minded coach? Because it's been proven that Rex Ryan doesn't Ooh, focus on you, at all. It's That's a new head coach. No head coaches keep the same personnel around. So why is that a question? No, 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 Mike. I'm talking about though this team is loaded on offense, but we're not loaded on defense. Even so on the offensive side of the ball. What'd you say, Mike? Bro. I think you muted, bro. I can't hear yeah, you. Yeah, you muted, bro. <laughs> no, I, I'm here. I'm here, man. You're talking about outside of the ball. You're talking offensive ball. Matt Ryan has shown, am I not correct when I say this? Matt Ryan has he not leading game. He can ride and just let his running backs run the ball. You you going out on us, Mike? Sound like Robo Ron over there. Five dollars and say if Q and TV go Hmm? do what do Jacksonville um, did or preserve what time we have left with Matt and Julio? What y'all think about that? Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, it's like, look, at the end of the day, the way we went to the Super Bowl was off of offense. Like, I'm not saying that we could completely change our identity, but we got to the we got to the Super Bowl by having offense and having a defense that could stop teams and get to the quarterback 
whenever we were ahead. And, you know, I understand that Rex Ryan, he's a heck of a coach. I love Rex Ryan, but I don't think this would be a good fit with Rex Ryan, this particular situation. I feel like it was a situation where Rex, we had uh, a, a young quarterback with, you know, with money to spend because all those teams that Rex Ryan was on, he went out and spent money and got some free agents. Like, you know, all those guys that he that – he, you know, made those great defenses with. He didn't draft all those guys. He spent some money on those guys. I know that. I know that you. Uh, you're a big Rex Ryan advocate, Tonio. Tell me why you think we should get Rex Ryan. I mean, it's a reason why I think we should get Rex Ryan. But my my whole deal is he's going to want to be the head coach, and I wouldn't want him to be the head coach. You feel me? I, if he would, if he would want to come to be out with DC, I wouldn't have no problem with that. But him as the head coach, I don't think I'd take that. And like I said, I'd rather go try to lure Greg Williams away from the Jets and, and see what that holds up to. Because everywhere his go, his defense pretty much performed. I don't know what the Jets doing like right now, but in previous years they have performed. What you think about that, um, K Style? Yeah, like I said, he he is a personality, but like you said, I kind of have to go with you on that one because, like you said, most of your money is on the offense. You got, like I said, you have to predicate. That's why I said I, I kind of wish that we never let Matt Lafleur go. Yes, because yes. you yeah, see, there before I made my next point, I'll also give a shout out to Burgess Cody Jr. And Mr. Hawkins, both with the five dollar super chat, we appreciate you. But yeah, like I said, I think our luck with defensive coordinators, defensive guys as coaches, has kind of not been a good record the last few years. I mean, I know that Mike Smith. I know he was a defense coordinator, and he came on as a coach. And you know, we made a pretty good run with him. Yeah, but um. You know, we we also do know the our luck of getting that that brilliant offensive mind and bringing them up to be the head coach, bringing them up from college. We seen what happened with that. That man just left us in the middle of the night. You know, oh name who thou not shall be spoken. <laughs> <laughs> he just called us in the middle of the night. And said, "Hey, tell your mama I ain't coming home." <laughs> Be like, baby, I'm gonna go get some bread from the store. I'll be like, Benny High says, please don't hire a defensive minded coach. Jew, what you what you think about that, man? Yeah, man. I'm just saying, my I love Rex Ryan. Me and Mike have we have had talks offline. Well, we talked about Rex Ryan. I love Rex Ryan. I love defensive minded head coaches because I like teams that's gonna punch you in the mouth. Y'all know I always talk about it on my channel. I like having a good defensive line and a solid O-line. I always talk about it. You start – you build a team, you don't start with the outside. But for whatever reason, that's the way that this Falcons team is built. So because the right. Falcons team is built this way, it's just what Big Lowe was saying. I don't see Rex Ryan coming in and fixing this problem because we don't have the tons of dollars to bring in a defensive guy. We don't. We don't. That's not how the Dean team was built. That was how that the team was already it had already drafted corners before they got here. Then they drafted Vic Beasley and Grady Jarrett, but they didn't finish the job. It's all about finishing the job. It's all about finishing the job. So, like I said, man, we're talking about. I always say this: 
I always say this. I don't care how it gets done as long as it gets done. That's what matters. I don't care who, who, I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's Mike Nolan who gets it done. We're talking about someone who has a checkered, a past of getting it done. This is why I said Rex Ryan. This is why I brought in Wade Phillips. Said Wade Phillips. They have a, they have, we are, the Falcons have a three-year, two-year window. That's it. No young coach is going to do that with inexperience. It's going to take them at least three to four years to get to that point. Unless the Falcons just go absolutely crazy cutting people and they don't have the money. And that's the issue. They don't have the money. People saying we have the money. I don't mean to cut you off, Mike. I got a question for you, uh, Mike. What do you think about the the uh the OC for the Kansas City, uh, Eric Bieniemy? What do you think about him as a head coach? Possibly, he's an offensive minded. What do you think about him? I don't like any coach that's behind a legendary coach. He look all cute and all that, but thank you. He's he's all cute and all that, but he's a hot guy. He's just a hot guy until he proved me that he can do it without. Until he can prove me that he can do it without it. Why do we need him there? That's just another Dan Queen over and over that's, again. That's why we're in the situation we're in now. That's the same. That's what I'm saying. I don't give a care about any of – I don't care if you don't like the guy. I need results first. We need guys who have been there, been in the wars. The Falcons' problem right now is that they soft. Let's just be real. Yeah. These dudes are sugary soft. It's the problem. You can't tell me that a guy like Rex Ryan won't have these guys complaining and bitching them on and ready to punch somebody in the face. He's done it everywhere he's gone. Yeah, you can bring in that. We brought Kyle Shanahan in for a year. That's it's quite possible that we can go get a um offensive coordinator, um Gary uh Gary Kubiak and come in and be the offensive coordinator for a year or two. To run the offense that Matt Ryan is accustomed, that's it's quite possible he can do that. But our our issues lie on the defensive side of the ball, and it's been like this for the last ten years. So my bad, K Styles, man. What do you got, man? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I was telling, like I telling them, I could I understand where you coming from with the offensive thing, but it like like you said. I don't give a shit if it's Joe Schmo from Walmart that can coach the defense better. <laughs> At the end of the day, like you said, we got to get the results one another. It could be a special That's team. That's, That's, it. It. That's it, bro. That's it. It's the results. <laughs> I don't care who like who. If he can right. get the job done, if he's had in the past he's gotten the job done, why are we not looking at this guy to be the head coach? Again, he's done it in the past. Dan Quinn didn't do anything prior to Seattle. Nothing. And we hired him. That's a mistake. We're going back to the same state with Eric B. Enemy. And that's that honestly, that's what I'm saying. It's like we keep talking about, we keep talking about I don't like this guy. I don't care. Can this guy get these guys ready to play some defense? Because I don't remember the last time we actually played some good defense. Do you guys consistently? 
Jew, Kel, Tonio. Can somebody tell me when last time we played some nice, consistent defense? 2009. I mean, we had a good defense in 2017, but you know, you're right. Uh, it ain't consistent. One year we here, yeah. one year we gone. And then we don't get it back for the next couple of years, man. So, no, nah, it ain't consistent. Yeah, man. Yeah. 2009, whenever Matt Ryan, whenever he first started off and he was a game manager, uh, he turned around and handed the ball to Michael Turner. Our defense was consistent. We had a very consistent defense then. They weren't world, they weren't world beaters, but look, they were good enough to win games. In 2017, yeah. it's like, you know, the defense, it, the defense, it was okay, but it was one of those cases where, look, I mean, you know, you still kind of you were still on the edge of your seat when you were it's like now it's like whenever I watch a game and we're on defense, I had I literally have anxiety. It's like <laughs> me and Antonio saying, uh, we say all the time, whenever we're on defense, we just hope they drop the pass. If we're on defense and the quarterback drops back, throws the ball, we said, man, I hope he drops it. Instead of, man, I hope we get a deflection. Not to cut you off, but that was happening. They were dropping the ball. They were dropping it. Lost. And he was overthrowing them. <laughs> yeah. All of his wide receivers. Right. So, like I said, man, I'm just accepting it. Like I, What I've been saying is, hey, look, the offensive-minded team. Yeah, I like to bring in somebody that's going to punch somebody in the mouth because that's the type of defense and the type of football team I like. But the way that the team is currently built. Oh, my God. If I hear that one more time, if I hear you, if you say we're offensive-minded, we're not, we're an offensive-loaded team. You just said it. We should have resolved, dog. No, hold on. I'm correct. The reason why I said that, the reason why I said that is because Arthur Blake is not an offensive-minded he invested in his quarterback. Investing in your quarterback is a part of the game. But he's always like defensive. Look at the history of the of coaches he's hired. All defensive co coaches. Dan Quinn. And now, uh, what, uh, Jim, Jim Mora. Come yeah, on, those are defensive coaches. Yeah. He's not an offensive-minded coaches. He invested in his offensive line, offensive players. That's what you're supposed to do. And that's what that's what I'm saying. It's like, look, yeah, that's all pretty. Yeah, we have Julio Jones. If you had a Julio Jones, then maybe depending on how things, you know, how things, you know, kind of got going. Um, the Falcons, unfortunately, I say unfortunately because um, it gave the Falcons defense a false sense of security, believing that they were a lot better than what they they was because they thought they were just led by Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan alone, not knowing that you need that balance. Like he says, like Ju says all the time, it's all about the trenches playing balance or having a nice balanced attack. And if you don't have a nice balanced attack, again, new drop. Um, thoughts on Pete Carmichael. Um, see, here we go dreaming about players who ain't coaches who ain't never done a thing. Tell me why. All right. Somebody leave me a call. Somebody leave us a comment below and why we need to hire Pete Carmichael. Even if we talk about the defensive coordinator, it's all about the GM putting the right pieces in, the, in place. For the for the guy to be successful on defense, 
That's how I feel. Yeah. So you can all you can all, you can only culture what you got out there. I mean, at the same time, yeah, that is like I said, everybody has valid points, but when you look at what's what's really going on, it's not really that simple to say you can only because a lot of these players are very good players, but when you got coaches low putting players in wrong positions like you're not blitzing you're staying in the cover through you're playing soft when you get a lead you don't keep your foot on the neck like that's right there that that's a that's a mentality that's not a coaching style that's a mentality you have to change the mentality and this is why I want guys I wouldn't mind I'm just gonna be real and I'm y'all probably gonna hate me when I say this I want Greg Williams on this team why because I know he's gonna get dirty. Yeah. I I know he's gonna do some cheating, the scoundrel like some rotten down the scoundrel shit. I know that. Dan Quinn gonna stand on the sideline with his sheet in his hand like he ain't got a care in the world. I'm sick of that. I don't know about you guys. You guys go ahead, man. That's just how I feel. I'm tired of these punk. I, look, I'm just gonna say this. I'm tired of these little soft ass coaches in Atlanta. We haven't had a hard nose coach since Jerry Glenville. I Glenville. know Big Low know who that is. I know Kevin know. We Man, haven't had Jerry a Glenville. hard nose coach in a long time, bro. I'm tired of these soft coaches. I'm sick of it. Punch somebody in the dang face. And like I say all the time, man, softer than freshly fluffed cotton. Yeah, yeah, I'm a <laughs> I'm a youngster, but I know who exactly who that is and why you say that. I, I did my research on that history, and I know exactly why you're saying that, Mike. But man, it's like at the end of the day, it's like whenever you look at whenever you look at Dan Quinn, it's like this is why I call him Uncle Junebug because we always making these excuses for him. It's like last year, you know, he he was hell bent on you know trying to make sure. He coached the defense up, and then he was like, hey, okay, okay, guys, all right, all right. I'm just going to coach. All right, I'm going to let them coach it. So what I did was he's coaching these downs, and he's coaching these downs, and this person is coaching coaching the running game, and this person is coaching the passing game. So, you know, we're just trying to so, – so, so we got everything taken care of. So defense gets better. We come back this year. Yeah, Raheem Morris, he's taking care of the defense. And what I did this time is – this year, I got somebody actually managing the game for me because I know that, you know, I don't want those issues managing the game. So, I mean, at the end of the day, what does he do? Is he just an organizer? Does he just organize his practices and yell at people whenever they get stuff wrong? He's Jason hey, Garrett without the class. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> because we can't, we can't look at the fact that we- – <laughs> we can't look at. We also have to look at the fact that all the coaches that he had the last couple of years, he damn near fired all of them. Yeah, he fired all of them. Yeah, he scapegoated yes. all of them. So now it's like, who who you gonna point the at? Like I said, it's coming down. You you're the main common denominator. Like I said, you change coaches, shit still ain't changed. You got new coaches this year, still ain't changed. You're going to have new coaches next time. Still ain't going to change. So what's the main common denominator? Like, like at the end of the day, the head coach is still the overseer. Exactly. 
is the overseer. Like I said, it don't matter how many coaches you got out there. At the end of the day, the head coach is supposed to be the man that's manning the ship. Like I said, that's why I said he's Jason Garrett without the clap. Okay, every time you see him, he looks confused. Like I said, we made jokes call him Stone Cold Steve Austin when he looked like Gilbert, but most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But there's there's no more excuses now. That really my point is there's no more excuses. None. None. We gotta stop with the excuses. I, like I said, I don't give a damn. We all offense. Look, it's the, the thing about having a quarterback like Matt Ryan is that it doesn't matter what system you are. It doesn't matter what system he's been in every system there is a spread offense, a run first offense. He's done it all. He's been in an air attack with, with um what he's in now, essentially with Dirk Cutter. He's been in every type of offense. So what is it? It's not the offense. The man needs balance. You can put him in any. Matt Ron has shown that you can put him in any type of offense. So it, it goes back. To what I was saying before, I don't care about how, how anybody like whomever. I don't give a damn if it's you know can get it done and come softer than cotton. Freshly fluff cotton. Charmin soft. Baby <laughs> shit. That's soft, dog. <laughs> Charmin soft. <laughs> so, I think, like I said, I think it's important. I think it's important for, uh, I, like, I'm just going to be real right here. And I, when I hear Julio Jones saying the players, uh, the, the fans don't care about the players, guy like Rex Ryan, Rex Ryan don't give a damn who you are. Cuss the fans out. They need to be cursed out at times. They do. So, I, like I said, I apologize. I apologize, everybody. But I'm I'm sick of the excuses. I'm sick. Past sick. That's what we do, man. We make excuses for Coach Uncle Junebo. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome is a motherfucker. Yeah, well, you ain't never lie. <laughs> hey, hey, only reason I'm laughing because I'm trying not to be pissed off. Yeah, yeah. I'm mad. I'm not gonna be on camera. I'm just saying that now, so I have to be. I have to laugh. But like I said, the case case. The, the the broken record keep playing. It, when is it enough? <laughs> it's like I know that I know the Arthur and, Blank. And like, I know the Arthur Blank has is, is go been going go off of the. He he's been he he's been trying to use the the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he he wants to be like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, you know they've only had three coaches in what like three years. I mean, I'm sorry, thirty years. And like you know, because he believes in continuity. But look, man, if there's no like, if there's not continuity at the beginning, ain't no need in trying to keep it going. You know, for years and years, it's like if it's not working at the beginning, 
just go ahead and cut your losses and move forward. Hey, yo, I got a question for the whole panel. This is going to be a bombshell. We talking about the coach. Mm-hmm. Who would y'all like to have as GM? Because to me, TD and Dan Quinn never mixed. So who y'all would like to bring in as a GM? Because we know that TD and Dan Real Quinn, Quinn. Bring on. Who y'all bringing in? I don't damn know. I Real don't quick, know. I'm bringing in. I'm firing <laughs> and I'm, I'm firing. What I'm doing, I'm firing. Thomas Dimitrov, and I'm just giving the reins to Mr. McKay. He's already there. He's been a GM. He's been uh, president. He's already there. So just give him the reins and let him do his thing. What about y'all? What do you think, Big Low? Or what do yeah, you think, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with Mike. Let Rich McKay do it. I think, to be honest with y'all, I don't know if y'all really keep up with 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 Mr. McKay too much, but I think he's an excellent candidate to be the next commissioner um, one day pretty soon. So, you know, that might be below his pay grade. I know he's basically been like the GM overseer uh, for the last few years, but I mean, I would, yeah, I would love to have Rich McKay as the GM. Like we've seen what he did in Tampa Bay, you know, just, just let him go ahead and take things over. Cause um, I mean, yeah, Thomas the beach off is like, you know, I, I really, I, I really want to like him, but there's just too many picks that he made that are just. I'm like, man. So this is what you're giving us to work with, you know? Right. I say get yeah, um, Rich McKay a chance. Also, I agree with both of y'all. Ain't too much I can, you know, I can say though. Because <laughs> okay, I'm about to say Thomas Dimitrov is basically Mel Kiper Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically Mel Kiper. He, he, like I said, he'd have missed on so many draft picks and wasted so much time. I don't know what he got on Arthur Blight, boy. But uh. hey, wait a minute. hey, wait a minute, y'all. We got uh, I think we got a we got a question from from one of our young Falcons fans here. It said that uh, what does they want to know what what does TD do wrong? They said that they're only fourteen. Y'all want to let them know what what TD does wrong, y'all? Look, everything. Now I'm messing with. Nah, TD. To me personally, TD knows how to pick top talent. Like when it comes to like wide receivers and stuff like that, and the like the specialty type players, like running backs and wide receivers. Like, he drafted Calvin Ridley. He brought in Julio Jones. But those are surefire players. Like, anybody could look at Julio Jones and knew that he was going to be a beast. Calvin Ridley, you could just turn on the, the tape. I was surprised Calvin Ridley fell to us. I was talking to Mike about this offline that I couldn't believe he was still on the board when we drafted him because he was a dog in college. He was one of those dudes at wow. Alabama that was, you know, tearing it up. Him and Julio Jones, freaks. You know, they both freaks of nature. So, to me, he doesn't know how to draft the trenches. Like, to me – Grady Jarrett was a steal. He's the only player that I can really say, like, okay, we got Grady Jarrett. But name me a defensive end that he drafted that was, like, that top surefire type dude. I can't name one. Uh, like, he sweat. You can name one terrible. <laughs> <laughs> me, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to try to get this comment. Y'all got to see this, okay? Y'all got to see this comment. I, I'm, I'm going to try to put it in here, um, but – Woo. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is bad, bro. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Don't stop. Don't stop. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. You talk about, yeah. Talk about terrible defensive end. I know y'all remember Jamal Anderson. Oh, my God. And oh, he's, my God. They saw, hey, that's him listening to Mel Kuyper Jr. again. Oh, ben says, I vote the AFN as the new coaches of the Atlanta Falcons. We appreciate <laughs> you, man. Yeah, we appreciate <laughs> Put that recommendation on out there. There <laughs> we go. We go ahead and just take what, what side of the ball y'all coaching. I'm coaching the defensive line. I got first dibs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we'll do a better job than what they're doing right now. Or just as, or just as good, you know, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that was a good one. That was, that was a good one. If y'all let me be head of, if y'all let me be the head coach, I just say, "Hey, Jew, you doing this and you doing this, uh, AK Styles." I'm just gonna let you manage the cloud. But we're fired <laughs> up. We're fired, that's good. <laughs> yeah. At least I know when to run the damn ball. <laughs> exactly. That 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 that's that's the killer. Is like. It's game situation, bro. Like I yeah. said, that is that is the biggest part about coaching is the situational awareness. Yes, man. Yeah, my fourteen year old niece was here. My fourteen year old niece was here, and she was she was sitting here asking me. She was like, "Uncle Dustin, why aren't they running the ball?" I was like, "Baby, I don't know. I don't know why they're not <laughs> running the ball." She was like, what do you always say, Uncle Dustin? What in the world? I like, yeah, baby. It's it's the what in the world moment of the week, baby. Yeah, what in the world moment right there. <laughs> Bro, my nine month old, my nine month old did this. <laughs> <laughs> Man. What the <laughs> Even babies know better. They know better. It's like, it's like, it's like. It's like being in a relationship with somebody that cheating on you. Want them to change, but at the end they can't change. That, that's that exactly. change topic. <laughs> Man, it's, uh, it's like it's almost like we're gonna have to go on to the lush exchange, you know, to talk about how you know how we're gonna deal with this terrible relationship that we got. We're trying nah, to get. No, no, we just uh, nah, we open. <laughs> Ain't no more talking. Ain't no more talking, baby. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I think you better leave. <laughs> Man, we are not turning on our team. Y'all gonna love this one, man. We're the last fans Y'all left. Gonna love right. Oh exactly. <laughs> Tell them, K Styles. We the forty percent that we're talking about. We the forty percent K Styles talking about in his video, dog. We still trying to hold on, dog. Uh, all three hundred and seventy-one people watching right now are the last one standing. After two, after two straight embarrassing losses, we come on live for y'all. So we're not embarrassed to be Falcons fans. We we here to death do us part, man. Hell no, hell no. <laughs> tell them, man. This is therapy hey, for all of us. Check this out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Check this one out. Well, they got there. They cut my face out, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 hey, man. My too, man. All right, it's all right. Can y'all see this? Let's see. Falcons had ninety nine percent of and lost. Man, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I believe that one, man. No, I put it to you like this right here. I'm in college right now, and I'm in an arguments class. And one of the things that we learned in the arguments class is questionable statistics. I need I need to know where they got these statistics from. Ninety nine point nine percent, man. That's why you still playing the game. If that was the case, everybody be like, "All right, y'all, let's go ahead and go on back to Chicago and get a deep dish pizza. This game is over with." Nah, man. All right, hey, I about to say, new drop dropped another five dollars. Appreciate it, man. He said, "I want a GM from the Ozzy Newsom tree of team building." Oh, that's tough. That's a good one, bro. Good. That's tough. Oh, I wonder who is that? I wonder who is that who go to the other news? The guy that I've been talking about, your boy Sexy yeah, Rexy. That's him, Rex. Sexy Rexy, <laughs> Sexy Rexy, Sexy Rexy, baby. Look, man, yeah, I think, look. I'm all I'm all cute with all the X's and O's, but this Falcons need a culture change. We don't need a good coach. We don't need anything outside of not even players. We have good players. We have that. They need a change in culture. No one is afraid of them. when they come to Atlanta. They know, okay? They know they're getting the touchdown. They know gonna they're gonna score with 25 points. That's a culture change. That has nothing to do with X's and O's. I know Dan Quinn is a pretty good X's and O guy, but they soft. Let's be real. They just soft, dog. <sighs> at some, like, seriously, at some point in time, you got to get past the X's and O's. You know what I'm saying? You got to get back down to that Mike Tyson. You got to get down to that Muhammad Ali getting inside people's heads. That's that's an aspect of mental part of the game, a psychological part of the game. That it's just you look at um what was his name? Uh, Paul Pierce was saying it last night. People was hating on him when he said it, but people are afraid of LeBron. They scared shitless of LeBron. They don't even compete with him. They don't even try to compete. They scared. That's that right there. Psychology. These guys are equally as as, as talented as he is. But they scared of him. It's a mentality. So once it gets to that part, and I think this is what we saw with at during that time, Mike Smith was a perfect guy during that time. Falcons needed a pick me up, a guy who's going to motivate them, and who's going to be Mike Smith essentially. Mike Smith was a perfect guy, but we outgrew him. Now we've outgrown Dan Quinn and we've outgrown that soft moniker. And um, <sighs> the super chat, man. Somebody want to go ahead and do that? I'm, I'm, I'm just. Let, let, let me just say this. I'll say this, okay?
And I think everybody can say this for themselves. But we right back at the same place. How many times are we going to make excuses and say we need better coaching? Do you guys truly believe that this is all about coaching? Or it is a deeper issue? To me, man, the last the last three games of ours proved that everything coaching-wise is, like, terrible right now, especially in key situations and situations that you up. You're supposed to learn from your mistakes in previous games, but it seems like the coaching staff just don't know how to do that. So I'm going to have to say coaching. What about y'all? It's the co- it's the culture. That, 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 it, 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 nothing more you can say about the culture. We've seen everything it can do. It's the culture. It, it has to be a culture change, and it has to start from a higher position going on down. Like I said, if like I said, is Dan Quinn going to continue to be this team's coach if we keep getting results and results and results like this? Then eventually you're going to have to start looking at GMs and Arthur Blank himself. I know that's probably like an unpopular thing to say right now, but you have to look at Arthur Blank as well. Because the culture starts from the owner and it goes all the way down to the player. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I completely and, agree with you, K-Styles. I don't mean to cut y'all. Go ahead. Oh, I'm about to say, and then like I said, don't don't ever say anything. Like, like somebody said earlier, don't say nothing about brotherhood, bro, because the brotherhood is done. Nobody's holding each other accountable. Everybody's bickering on the sideline. Well, it looked like a WWE match about to go on out there, man. Yeah, they're standing there with their arms folded and looking at the ground and looking at their shoes. Yeah. Instead, like I said, instead of like I said, that's what rise up was supposed to be is rise up through the adversity, but you can't rise up through adversity that you're causing yourself. Good point. Damn. Yeah. Good point. Bam. Great point. Great point. Great point, uh, K-Styles. I agree with K-Styles, but I'm going to take it a different direction. I agree with all of you guys. I think it's coaching, especially the last two games, been coaching, but I think it's also personnel. If Rex Ryan comes in here and Mike talked about it, he's going he's gonna to get rid of all of this small and fast and physical. He's going to get rid of that. If you go look at them Jets teams, this team wasn't little. Our yep. defensive line, we're going to have some 300-plus pounders. We're not going to have all of these light guys, man. We'll have Grady Jarrett still because Grady Jarrett's a dog. But he's going to bring in a better defensive line in general. The personnel on defense is going to be better. So I feel like if Dan Quinn leaves, Deion Jones might stick around. Grady Jarrett might stick around. But a lot of these guys that's on one-year deals and stuff like that, Darquez Denard, uh, Isaiah Oliver, he definitely gone. A lot of these guys that's on this defense, if Rex Ryan comes in here, they gone. They up out of here. So I think it's both sides of the coin. I don't think it's just the coaching staff. Some of these guys is going with them because we, when you talk about soft, I don't care who your coach is. Sometimes you just have to, and that's what I talked about last week on the special team. Sometimes you have to just make up in your mind, I'm going to make a play to win this game. What the coach told me to do, the coach might have told, told me to back away from this onside kick, but I'm a playmaker. So I'm going to get this ball. And once I recover this ball and win the game for us, a lot of times, I've seen it tons and tons of times where a coach will say, I told a player to do X, Y, Z, and the player went rogue and did their own thing, and they won the game. When you're a playmaker, you go make plays. And I just feel like when we talk about a culture change, I feel like it's not enough edgy players on this topic, point blank in the period. 
That's one thing I do like about Dante Fowler. That's one thing that I do like about uh, Marlon Davidson and those guys. We need some guys that, that are more itchy. Forget all these quad boy type guys. I know we don't like guys to do stuff off the field, and I'm not saying hire criminals or draft criminals, but we need some guys that are more edgy, man. I don't know if y'all all seen when the fight started to break out on the field or it looked like a fight was in the breakout. Dante Fowler was right in the middle of that pushing and shoving. But I like that about Dante Fowler that he's, edgy. Brady, he's not going back up. Yeah, yeah, those are but those are your leaders. They're not going back Brady down. Yeah, we need more players like that, man. I see too many. Too many times where we get into a scuffle on the field and we kind of getting pumped. Like I don't know early in the game if y'all seen a team hit. He was trying to get into Matt Ryan's head. After every play, he was doing little stuff. And then it was one play where Brian Hill ran up the middle, and him and Brian Hill was jawing back and forth. But another thing is it's the culture, and that's what K Styles was talking about. The culture is that our team is soft. So when teams come and play us, if you notice, they talk a lot of trash. They be pushing and shoving our guys after the play because they know that our team is not going to defend themselves. So I think we need a culture change. I think we need to bring in a new coaching staff. And I think some of these players got to go as well because they're not playing with enough heart. Point blank in the period. Well, whenever this Matt Ryan, uh, Thomas Dimitrov period started back in 2008, um, you know, Mike Smith was the Mike Smith was the coach. And you know we, you know we always went based off that Falcons filter, as far as the players that we brought in. So uh, even the, even if a guy wasn't that strong uh, as the next guy, or if he as or if he wasn't as fast, you know Mike Smith, he would always say the the same thing. Well, you know he's he's just such a good guy. You know, um, you know you know that you can trust him, and if I tell him what to do, he's going to do it. Um, it, it, I mean, I mean, you know, we, we kind of see where that got us to. So, I mean, we went from that to, you know, because Mike Smith's whole philosophy was, look, we're going to do things the right way. We're not going to shoot ourselves in the foot. We're not going to get dumb penalties and everything like that moving forward. Things might be kind of vanilla, but we're going to make sure that we do things the right way. Then we go from that to Dan Quinn. Um, you know, I mean, let's be honest. He's a player's coach, you know. Uh, you know, he's a rah-rah kind of guy, talks about getting people fired up and things like that. But um I I've never seen Dan Quinn dig into anybody. You know, right. and, I, and and I, I think that's one of the biggest issues. It's like you you know, these players, Zero you know, five. exactly. Like the, all these players, they really they really wanted to play ball the hardest at the end of the year, whenever it was pretty evident that Dan Quinn's job was on the line. It, was that because Dan Quinn is such a great leader and we want to continue to follow him? Or was it a situation where Dan Quinn doesn't dig into me that much? He's pretty cool. He plays rap music at practices. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's why right there, you know, as a player, like, say, if I'm playing and I fuck up, I know the coach ain't going to do nothing. So he cool with me. I still got my job at the end of the exactly. week. Exactly. I'm still making yeah. millions of dollars. Exactly. It's like yeah. it's like Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin, uh, players hated playing for him. But, you know, Tom Coughlin's teams were very disciplined and they didn't make dumb mistakes. And if they had 20-point leads, they kept them, you know. So, so it, 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 and with those teams, with those New York Giants teams and those Jaguar teams, they were actually a brotherhood. They didn't talk about it. There wasn't a slogan or anything like that, but 
they actually held each other accountable because they were like, well, look, man, coach, he don't play. So let's make sure that we're at practice on time and let's make sure that we do the things that we're supposed to do because I want to make sure that I hold that I'm accountable for everything for the team. Man, I don't want coach uh, digging in my cornflakes either. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that's one of those situations where, you know, that's what we need right now is obviously discipline. Discipline come with winning. You're not gonna get game. You're not gonna get discipline when you're not winning. Period. Point blank. I don't care how nice a guy claim he is and how lovable a guy is. You're not gonna get any discipline without winning and respect and being afraid of your head coach. Got to have that healthy fear of a head coach. He gonna fire my ass if I don't make the right play. He don't. Yes. He gonna get rid. He gonna bench my ass if he doesn't get the right play. So, when it all come down to it, man, um, I appreciate everybody for joining us. But stay tuned. We about to close it with our two point conversion. Um, I could go get mines over real quick, real fast. Um, as a matter of fact, just let me do that. Um, because I want to hear what you guys got to say. And, um. I haven't been this upset. I don't think I've ever been this upset. I've I've never been this upset after watching Falcons game. Like this is the first time I've really lost it, lost my cool. And the reason why I'm losing my cool is because I cannot believe how unbelievably soft this team is. These guys are pure poodle hair, cotton, whatever you want to call it, pillow fluff, whatever. If it's soft, that's what the Falcons are. They talk all this brotherhood, and then when you start, you not you don't see anyone on the sideline, you know, patting back on the back, patting this person on the back. You're going to get them next time. Everybody's sitting on their hands and the head coach is right along. The head coach is right along with them doing it. He, he's in his play sheet just like this. He's not on the sideline screaming at these guys. He's not saying, bro, you about to get benched. He's not cutting anybody. He's not trading anybody. He's not doing anything. When there is absolutely no rules, no rules, no consequences, players don't care. They're getting paid. And that's the issue. Until the Falcons get rid of this soft moniker, you're going to still see it. And Lowe said it. It starts with Mr. Blank. How long are you going to allow your team to be soft? This is why I say Rex Ryan. Of course, there are other guys who are definitely good at putting together X's and O's. You know what I'm saying? having good defenses. Of course they are. But the Falcons need a culture change. And that's what K-Style said. They need a culture change. These dudes are soft as hell, dog. Nobody fears them. It don't matter if they're on the road or they're at home. People know they're going to run through them like a game bang. They're going to run through them, period. That's the issue. 
So with that being said, man, who who's next? Who's next? Well, all right. I just want to say thank y'all for watching, man. I know it's frustrating. We all frustrated that we lost in this devastating fashion again. And um, you know, Arthur Blank, what you gonna do, man? What you gonna do, Blank? This all is on your hands, bro. If you want a winning championship team, I mean, you turned it around in soccer. You you got Atlanta United they um first ring in two years, and it's taking you this long to do it with the Falcons. I understand they're different sports, but I'm not I'm not really calling you out in a bad way. But what you gonna do? I mean, you see it right there, and you right in front of it. I mean. And it keep happening again and again and again and again. So you got to make that move. You want to be a championship owner, man. That's all I got to say. And subscribe to Terra Artists 404 Gaming. And, you know, subscribe to Atlanta Falcons Nation. Subscribe to Matt Mike Sports. If you didn't, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go ahead, y'all. Maybe you got a two-point, uh, Maggie, before I go? I always go last. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go, man. At the end of the day, I Ooh. talked about it. I've said it for the last three weeks. Until we improve on it, until we pro improve in the trenches, it don't matter what we do. Until we change, until we go ahead and punch somebody in the mouth, I once heard, if once you, you everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And we just ain't punched nobody in the mouth yet. So we got to go ahead and just get better in the trenches. That's the biggest thing. The trenches and the coaching staff has to get better at time management. Point blank in the period. I don't know what to tell these guys. I don't want to, I don't know if I need to tell these guys to play Madden because some of the mistakes that they make are elementary mistakes, dog. These are not even like this is stuff you're supposed to learn coaching peewee, high school, middle school, junior high school. Like these mistakes that they're making are, are elementary mistakes. So I've told everybody. Even if Dan, uh, Dan Quinn's here for the rest of the season, don't matter. He know that he's he's basically on the cooker right now. So right now, you might as well say he's a lame duck head coach. That's what they call it, lame duck. Because at this point, he knows that if we he don't get this team to the playoffs and they don't make a deep playoff push, it doesn't matter what he does. He's getting fired after this year. So at this point, I'm just sitting back and hoping these guys turn it around because I don't like to be negative. I do think the team today, they played their hearts out. And I don't want to even say that these players don't care. Because, yeah, they're getting a paycheck. But what I saw from Darquez Denard today, what I saw from some of those guys out there on the field, those guys were giving it their all, man. I don't think those guys are out there trying to lose or not giving 110%. I think those guys were giving it their all. It's just sometimes you're getting out coached. Sometimes the other team is just better than you. And sometimes you just get punched in the mouth. But you got to keep getting back up. So all I'm going to say is the defensive line, Offensive line, if you want to become a great dominant team in the NFL, you have to win the trenches. It's moving another man against his will. You can't do that. And if you watch our Atlanta Falcons, we struggle to do the elementary things, like pushing another man to get a yard. If you can't run the ball on fourth and one and pick it up, that's elementary. If you can't do those type of things, the good teams can run the ball when you know they're running the ball. To me, the Falcons, when teams know we're running the football, it's rare that I see us you know, punch teams in the mouth. We consistently try to throw the ball. And basically that shows the offensive line that you have no confidence. Uh, uh, Dirt Cutter on that, that last drive with him throwing the ball three consecutive times, that shows teams right there. They're soft because they're not even attempting to run the ball at us. We didn't even attempt to run in that last drive. That shows that you have no confidence. We can say all day long, Dan Quinn can preach all day long. 
I believe in running the football and I believe in punching other teams in the mouth. But if you're not even willing to call a running play, that tells the offensive line you don't believe it. It's just like in the Super, uh, in the Super Bowl when at the end of the half, uh, he wouldn't put the ball, uh, Kyle Shanahan wouldn't put the ball in Garoppolo's hand. He basically told Garoppolo, I don't believe in you. And that's basically what our offensive coordinator is telling our offensive line. I don't believe that y'all can block the defensive line because I refuse to run the ball when the game is on the line. And I'm going to leave it at that. Well, my my two point conversion is gonna be pretty much a little bit of what everybody is saying. Like you said, at the end of the day, everybody see, like you said, everybody sees this team as soft. Like you said, when you're a bully, you're gonna pick on the kid that's not gonna fight back. Mm-hmm. It is like 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 these, these players can defend Quinn all they want. But like I said, y'all, like I said, if he's letting you do whatever you want to do, you got to make sure the result matches what he's putting out there. Because if you're not winning the games, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it makes Dan Quinn look like a look look like a dumbass, and it makes y'all look bad too. Yeah. Boy, that did because, like I said. We, you play to win the game, and that goes to what you just said. It's the fundamentals. I said I saw a lot of fundamental breakdowns these past, these first three games that just made me look like what 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 do we need to do? Do we need to get y'all of how to play football one on one idiots guy book or something? <laughs> It's like I said, it's it's a hard worker. And like I said, ain't nobody quitting on this team. We all still nah. here and we all gonna still talk our shit. Regardless oh. if we win or lose. Mm-hmm. A lot of people uh, 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 a lot of people ain't gonna do that. So you getting the real shit here at Atlanta Falcon Nation. Mm-hmm. This crew right here might be the this crew and the 300 plus that's watching right now. Like I said, maybe the only Falcons fans you have left. Don't fuck it up. That's all mm-hmm. I got. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I want to. I really want to thank everybody for joining us after this game. Um, just like we say all the time, uh, it's therapeutic. It's therapy for yeah. us. Um, you know, I hope everybody had a chance to get their frustrations out online in the comments. Once again. Uh, we want to thank y'all for checking us out here at Atlanta Falcons Nation. Uh, y'all make sure y'all subscribe so y'all can get you know some more content from us. We're going to try to give y'all a lot more um, throughout the week. Uh, look, as far as the team, I know that I said last week, we my favorite slogan as a coach, we are what we repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence isn't just an act, but it's a habit. Um, in this particular case, the habit has been it, it has been excellence. It's been blowing big leads and not playing fundamental football. I apologize if I'm sounding like a coach right now. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm not trying to sound negative, and I apologize if I'm sounding like a coach right now. But you know, 
right these first few games is when you establish your identity and it looks like we've established our identity um mike sent us this link where it said we talked about uh dante fowler pouring his heart out uh talk about how we support the coaches and everything look we see it all the time in life sometimes we support the wrong people all right you know i mean and you know maybe it, it, this is one of those cases so look man i appreciate y'all for joining us um thank y'all so much what you got miss maggie t well, you know how I do. I always end it with a another thank you to all the super chats that we missed. And um appreciate you for shouting out the women. Um Raz Dion, I appreciate that. Um, like if you if any female wanna come on here and join the panel of it's gonna be a female cast. I am looking for diehard, hard hitting females that know they shit. So do your research. We need it. But I appreciate everybody that's been on with us live. I know y'all getting ready to get, you know, get to it. Um, probably finna start drinking your fifth and everything. But one thing about Atlanta Falcons Nation, we're gonna be here to stay. No matter who's in behind that jersey, we're always Atlanta Falcons fans. That's what you're gonna always remember. All these switch teams and everything else. That's right. Subscribe to Jew Talk Sports. Just Kate Styles. We got Big Low Country. We have Mad Mike Sports and Unrelated Lust Exchange. A um Terra Artist 404. Everybody on this panel is doing their own things on YouTube. Follow them. Follow them. Show some love. But this is Atlanta Falcons Nation cast. And we want to add to it. There you go. Die hard Falcons until the end. Don't nobody, don't let anybody tell y'all any different. We don't been through this. I've been through this. Too many coaching staffs. Too many. Too many. So, hey, it's going to be always love. As hard as it is, it's sometimes, there you go. It's going to be hard, y'all. But. All right. That, that's that's it. I just want to do this that. before I go. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. But anybody out here that's talking about why are we stupid for loving the Falcons is the real reason why we don't jump bandwagons around here. We create them. Thank you. Exactly. I bet y'all was around with us in 2016. I bet you had on red or black. Them type of people, them the type of people that, that bought all the merchandise during the Super Bowl year but didn't watch a game until the playoffs. You know what, man? I, I want y'all to remember these faces right here. I want y'all to remember these faces. Because one day that we do win the Super Bowl, I want y'all to come here first to see and know who was um be behind the Falcons through this hard time and through every other hard time that we done had. So one day it'll come. Go ahead. And then, like I said, you got to be strong to be in this fan base because, hell, I, I get a lot of shit from them being a Tech fan. So, hey. <laughs> I got double. I got double the part. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we still ride. Damn it! You already know all the all the ladies. All the ladies. It, it, uh, if you're looking for a guy that's going to stay loyal to you, they the Falcons fan. Exactly. <laughs> they the Falcons fan. We go, we go through the bullshit. Ain't nobody more loyal than the Falcons fan. All exactly. the time. You already know. All the time. 
Y'all need to make a hashtag out of that. <laughs> hashtag loyalty. All right, y'all. To the next time. Next game. But catch us on Tuesday. We have Chris Draft that's going to be on our new night of Atlanta Falcons Nation. So, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do not miss that one. We will have special guest Chris Draft, and he's known to bring other people. So, y'all might not want to miss that one, but that is heavy hitters. We've moved from Fridays, if anybody did not know, to Tuesday nights, right after this. So it's going to be, I was hoping for a win, but it's going to be another episode of what in the world. So Which is my man over here. What in the world, bro? All right, y'all. Rise up. Rise up. Fuck the haters. <laughs>